I was reading as Moses was laying down the law to the children of Israel. When you get into the land, you do this, you do this, you do this, and you do not do the other thing. Uh, you, you have all this list of things that must be done and must not be done. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, how could this not become first a dead ritual? After Moses is dead and gone, how could this feel to become a dead ritual? And as it becomes a dead ritual, how could it feel to produce a proud, mechanical, empty form of religion in the Jews? Because that's what happened. But how could it feel to do it? How could it be otherwise? And then I thought, over the tabernacle, and over the Holy of Holies, there was a cloudy, fiery pillar. There was the very presence of God. There was, in a leader like Joshua, a man who had direct access to the captain of the Lord's hosts. There was a spirit of inspiration. In other words, though Moses was dead and gone, what was to keep the whole system from grinding to a halt of ritualism and empty religion was an ongoing, up-to-date, day-by-day enjoyment of the presence and the power and the working of God the Holy Spirit in the midst. That's what they needed. And you know, as long as they had that, Judaism could not fall into the apostasy of ritualism. Couldn't do it. Now I bring it into the New Testament. We don't have a cloudy, fiery pillar. But this is the age of the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit came down on the day of Pentecost. What can keep the church of Christ from a dead ritualism, what can let us know the blessing of God actually vindicating himself and his church and his cause? What can do it? The realization, the experience, up to date and fresh and real, of the genuine power and working of the Spirit of God. There's one thing missing today. That's what it is. 